Michael, today I am in Brisbane, Australia, joined by Michael Larson. Welcome on the podcast. No, thanks for having me, Mark. I've been on the podcast for the last 18 months and um, from my perspective, it's had such a positive impact on the industry, sharing some great stories from some absolute icons and legends of the industry, really. So I'm super honoured to be here and very excited. Yeah, well, I think the honour's mine, yeah. You're Young Professional of the Year. No, it was um, it was a great couple of days in Adelaide. It was good to finally meet everyone in person that was in my program, just with the logistical nightmare, I guess you'd call it, of um, all of our sessions run via Zoom because of us being all around the country. It was good to finally meet everyone in person, uh, see a lot of new products, suppliers, a lot of new faces as well. And yeah, it was a great way to finish off by uh, winning the award. It was a great achievement, not only for myself, but for my parents and our business. So no... Um, it means a lot to small family business awards like that. Yeah, very nice. So, so maybe for the audience, we want to give a little bit of a background on how you personally got involved in the industry. Because you are, I think, we were talking about before the podcast, the youngest person to come on that podcast, the tender age of 19. So, so maybe uh, you're still new to the industry, but it would be interesting to talk about how you got into the equipment rental industry. Yeah, for sure. I guess I'm definitely new. I've only been full-time with our business for two years, but I've always been in, around, and involved for a long time. It's been a very big part of my life, for sure, with my parents owning the business. But I, um, through my high schooling and grade 12 and everything like that, I actually wanted to be an international airline pilot, and I was doing all my flight training and study for that and graduating in 2020 with COVID probably at the worst time and a peak aviation was one of the worst industries you could have picked. So uh, we're actually, before my final exams, I was kind of lost and unsure where I was heading and not sure what my career was even going to be at that stage. So we're kind of sitting at the dinner table with mum and dad and dad was actually reading the HRA magazine at the time and said um, there's a program called HATS that's run by the association, why don't you come on board with the business, help out and also continue your studies and gain a, gain a qualification whilst you're doing it. So that was really my start full time with the business um, and then that transitioned into the Young Professional Network, Young Professional Program and now I'm here today. Wow. So so maybe just for the audience's world, want to give a bit of a rundown on, on what Larson's Air Conditioning Hire is. Yeah, so Larson Air Conditioning Hire was started by my parents, Dave and Caroline, in the early 2000s. And we are located in Rockhampton, Central Queensland. We're the one location in Rockhampton, it's our hometown. And we operate statewide within Queensland. And our core business is really Parent HVAC, being industrial portable temperature control for air conditioning, heating, chilled water. And we also have a range of generators. So we really are a more specialist solutions-based company, I'd say. We very rarely dry hire. Um, the, we really do supply to heavy industry with the mining sector, power station maintenance, energy providers, and also the gas network. Um, and with that, um, all of our product is really tailored towards um, those industries. But the real origin of our business actually was in diesel tank hire um, over 20-something years ago. Mum and Dad had two or three um, diesel tanks that was hired to the Telstra network on long-term hire. And that was really their first exposure to the industry was actually with diesel tanks. Um, and with Dad's background, um, then he transitioned into um, air conditioning hire. Um, and it really has just grown organically from there, being a very much a backyard operation at the start and um, now just grown into what it is today. Yeah, very nice. So so before the podcast, we spoke about at one point you didn't actually think that having a career in hire was a career. 
So can you talk a little bit about like that mindset before and maybe why you thought that potentially and then what eventually opened up your mindset to, to think differently? Yeah, I, I think it, it is funny. Um, a lot of people say they didn't realize hire was um, an industry they wanted to get into and they were kind of thrown into it. And, you know, I was around the business all of my life and I still probably didn't see it as a as a career. And I was, I think I was just very much fixed on the idea of um, my pursuit of aviation for sure. It kind of probably clouded the fact of um, our business being an option. But um, yeah, I guess the real turning point for me was uh, we went to Hire 21, which was on the Gold Coast, and I was invited to one of the Young Professional Networking for Success Nights. And I really just saw it as such a progressive, interesting industry. Um, and just with our business being much more specialist, I'd always seen our business, but never the industry in general and um, from abroad. So the turning point for me was definitely high 21, uh, meeting all the young professionals from that year and um, really got me excited and saw a really um, great career in the industry. And then I guess when you went to that trade show, which I think it was in Gold Coast yeah. that year, uh, did you realize how big the industry really was? No. Well, I guess with our business being a much more niche market, I'd never been fully exposed to general equipment high. I've always heard about it and seen it um, through dad as such. But yeah, it was, it was an eye-opener for sure. And um, the shows are, um, you know, are amazing and really, I think, a bit of a bucket list item for most people every single year. So yeah, no, they're great. And a bucket list item for you. You said you've never been to Sydney before. And so next year's show's in Sydney? Yeah, no, I'm super excited about that. Um, I think we'll all be going again. Uh, Mum and Dad have been in the association for a long time, but had never really accessed it fully until I started with the business. So um, it's great to get them away from the business for a couple of days and see some new products and meet some new people. Yeah, nice. So, so what was your first role that you had when you came onto the business? And then maybe it might be the similar role that you're doing now. What's your role today? Yeah, I guess when I first started, I it was probably more slave labor than anything <laughs> in a small family business. Um, when I was quite young, being thrown into the wash bay and um, things like that. But no, I'd, I've always been in and around the business um, and I've always loved it, really. Um, but my day-to-day -day is a technician with the business. Um, but with our business being quite small, uh, we every day is very different. It's a huge variety um, in especially what I do. Some days it might be deliveries and installs on site to quoting and speaking to customers and some days still in the wash bay. So it's um, very varied. Uh, every day is different, um, but it, it, it makes it exciting for sure. Mm. And then we're talking about the difference between just renting out a telehander or a generator or whatever it might be and being a specialist in a certain area. So when you are planning a delivery for a job, can you talk about like what the build-up is and what the delivery process might look like? Yeah, absolutely. I think um, so even jobs that we've done previously for the last decade can look very different for us sometimes. Uh, a lot of our stuff is customised um, for each job and each project and all of our product is really centred towards the industry that we provide to. Um, but yeah, it's we do call them Lego kits that we can turn up with and um, make make a situation work and create a, sol a solution for the customer. So um, it's a very big variation compared to just regular dry hire. So we um, we definitely come across a lot of different issues on site. Mm. And so earlier we were talking about the Young Professional Network. 
Uh, so were you introduced through hats? Was that the, the first introduction? Yeah, so through hats I got to know um, Aileen from Strategic Alignment Training and um, Sally from the association and they kind of firstly invited me to the Young Professional Networking for Success at High 21 um, and I'd never really known about it even I guess in the hats I'd briefly heard about it and um, yeah that's what really got me excited was um, at High 21 and being added to the Young Professional Network so um, no that was definitely my first um, exposure to the program and no it was it was an amazing program and um, super thankful for my parents putting me through it um, thankful for the association um, you know programs like this are super helpful to small business that don't have internal training programs as such um, and it's you know gave given me a huge step up mm, nice and so maybe just to explain to the listeners when someone joins a program like this like what what's your requirement like what effort do you put it in like what what does the year look like yeah i think um most of the sessions are set up very well for for you to um turn up to it's very um organized for strategic alignment training and the association so to me and what i said to the guys starting this year is is really what you do after the program that matters and really reaching out um growing a profile with LinkedIn and social media to network with people and just growing connections, um, especially when you're quite new to the industry um, and it sets it up for, you know, a long a long career. And you get assigned a mentor as part of that process? Yeah, so my mentor is Mick McGarry from Queensland Forklifts uh, and Mick was um, amazing being, you know, involved in a, some corporate businesses but also running his own small business and now uh, being general manager of Queensland Forklifts so Mick was super generous with his time and the addition of a mentor for me was super helpful because you know my I guess leadership team I would say in my business are my parents so um, a lot of questions that you might not be comfortable to ask or stepping on toes with a manager as such um, the mentors are great just with the fact of um, having a bit of a sounding board of someone in a third party completely external to your business that um, can offer advice and, um, you know, mix great with his stories and you might pick up on some things that um, might save you in the future as well. And um, like I said, I'd always been around our business but never exposed to other rental until I started full-time and it was good to see um, Mick's business as well and really learn... Um, their procedures and he's got some great staff there and some you know wonderful new facility they've just built in Brisbane so now I'm super thankful for Mick and I think it'll be a uh, relationship that'll continue all throughout my career for sure that's nice and so what's the format do you talk once a month once a quarter like how does it work I think with Mick and I it was it was quite casual it was we set up I think it was probably every two or three weeks we'd have a zoom call which was good and that ranged from anywhere between 45 minutes to an hour and a half depending on how busy um, we both were but you know some weeks if I had a question or a query I'd just send him a text or a call um, and no Mick, Mick was really good throughout the program and there was so many people that weren't even direct mentors to myself that now you know I quite look up to and um, I'm really thankful for them um, throughout my time over the last 12 months and you know real industry leaders that you know I look up to now and uh, people like Aileen Hiskins Strategic Alignment Training, Ken Mayer at East Coast Generators, people that you know now have a great relationship with and I would never have been able to meet people like that without the program um, being in a, a small family business in a regional area 
Um, and when I was in Melbourne for one of the sessions, going to Ken's business, um, doing a site visit there, um, and just lots of opportunities um, for growth in the industry, but also um, a lot of growth for me personally as well, building my confidence, um, which is great. So, no, I definitely wouldn't have been able to sit somewhere like this and felt com- feel comfortable um, 12 months ago. So, yeah. Oh, that's nice. So, so you're, you're learning something, a skill at a very young age, which a lot of people don't learn until their later life, which is the ability to network. So is that something that you thought much about when you were younger or how, how did that come about? Not really. Um, I guess... Now it's it's a huge tool for sure, especially the industry we're in, and it's an industry that's very connected for sure. And um, you know, you can have conversations with your direct competitors on questions, which is kind of unheard of in many other industries, and it's very unique to hire and rental. But I think um, at Hire Twenty One that first night, I was um, you know probably terrified in the fact I had to meet a lot of people older than me, and I was the youngest person in the room. I think I was eighteen at the time. So only a year ago, but um, but no, it's um, it's huge for sure. Um, LinkedIn's great that um, they run you through on the program how to have a presence there. Um, it's an easy way to connect with people if they're in different states and different companies and things like that. But no, I think um, the networking's huge, and now I feel a lot more confident with it, uh, a lot more comfortable. And um, no, it's a great um, avenue and a great um, tool to build yourself and build the brand of your business. Mm. And so if you could give advice to someone that wants to start networking, what would your your few tips be, do you think? I think for me, it's really just um, an experience thing. Uh, The more I do it, the more comfortable I feel. I think that's with a lot of things, not just networking. Um, But I think the tools that we were given um, in the program were, um, were kind of run through. And I think it's something that is really has to be practiced for sure. Um, and I think new people to the industry, it's um, it's very daunting. For sure, I felt it as well. And it's an industry that's very product knowledge-based in the fact. Um, so I think reaching out to people is the only way you will learn. And as daunting as it feels, it, it gets easier. And, um, you know, most of the people that you're speaking to were in your position once as well, even if they are senior leaders, managers, or quite high up in an organisation. They probably started as a high controller or in the wash bay or something of the likes of that. So um, no one's scary, I'd say that. Yeah. I, we were talking before the podcast as well. Like the easiest way to network if you're nervous is listen to a podcast episode, find them on LinkedIn, send them a message saying you listen to the episode, ask for a Zoom catch up or in person or a phone call, and I'd probably say 99% of the time people are going to say yes. Yeah, correct. It's it's really as easy as that. Uh, when I first started and started listening to the podcast, it wasn't just. Um, to learn faces but also grow knowledge as well so when you could go to places you kind of felt like you had a bit of a background on everything if that makes sense because it is such a varied varied industry that um, the knowledge is quite diverse so listening to podcasts um, speaking to people internally in your business um, I'm I'm sure everyone's been there and had the situation of not knowing so everyone's um, very um, kind, I would say, um, and it's a very open industry that you know we speak to our direct competitors weekly um, on situations. So it's um, it's very different, very different to a lot of other industries for sure. Mm, definitely. And so leading into Higher Twenty Two, so we mentioned before that you won uh, the HRA uh, Higher Twenty Two Young Professional of the Year, which again congratulations on that award. 
talk me through the moment when you're walking on stage. Was that nerve-wracking? Oh, for sure. No, um, we were very hopeful, I'd say, um, to win it, but also... Um, we got, I got so much from the program and it was a great investment on myself and for our business. So we said it wasn't a loss, even if we didn't win the award and it was just uh, an added bonus really. Um, and yeah, I, I think I had an idea of who I wanted to thank for sure. Um, mum and dad were super excited. I think mum cried a little bit, but um, no, I, I got up there and there was um, 350 faces looking at me and I was a bit nervous, but no, I think... Um, you know, silly little tips um, that I got from the program made me feel um, not more confident, but more comfortable in that situation. Just imagine everyone's naked. Is that what they said? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. So that's, that's amazing. So talk me through, you went to the higher 21 convention, then you went to the higher 22 convention. Mm -hmm. What was different for the next one? Because you had a little bit of experience under your belt then. Yeah, I think um, just having some faces that you know. Um, at higher 21, I knew absolutely no one apart from my parents and maybe... Aileen just from running the HATS program so it was great to catch up with people that I met at Hyatt 21 and see how their businesses progressed and how they've progressed in their role but no it um I was a lot more comfortable for sure and um it was really good to um, be involved again with the networking for success night with the women in hire and a lot of the other mentors that were in the women in hire that I hadn't previously met um, and no, it was a it was a great couple of days. Um, great city as well, Adelaide, which we'd never been to. Um, and yeah, I think it's going to be one of those things that we do year year round. Yeah, no, that's, that's that's very true. I think attending those sort of shows, you only get better from a networking standpoint and your and your network width uh, through attending more and seeing regular faces and realizing. Like when I walk through the trade show. Well, there's that six foot five guy from the podcast. Yeah. Like it's, <laughs> it's, uh, it's, uh, it's obvious. So uh, the more you attend, like I think when you walked in here, so we're thanks to, to Mint Group in Brisbane, we're, we're recording in their studio. Yeah, shout out to Gary. Shout out to Gary Radford. <laughs> so when you walked in, Gary jokingly said, oh, that's a celebrity. <laughs> so he already knew who you were before yep. you even walked in the room. So yeah. now your face is there. So I think it's just attending more of those things, putting yourself out there, realizing that, networking isn't actually as scary yeah 100 percent. yeah um and getting involved in these programs mm. uh if you are quite nervous about attending a trade show the easiest way is like i, I was thinking in my head just then it's a bit of an analogy which is a bit of a weird one but it's like going to a nightclub by yourself it's like you're never going to want to go to a nightclub by yourself but yeah. you would go on like a like a pub crawl with a bunch of people and you sort of want to go through and you've got like a bit of a team behind you. Mm. Same thing with the trade show. It's nerve wracking to go by yourself. But if you've got this program where you've got other people in a similar situation that are, are learning, uh, mentoring each other, getting taught things, then you're on that journey together. I think that's something that's really important for people to understand. Yeah, I think um, definitely for me and probably a lot of aspects, um, you're probably nervous the first time you do anything, um, whether it be networking or... Um, whatever that may be. But I think, yeah, for sure, for me, it's experience. If I do something over and over again, I feel more comfortable and more confident. But the programs have definitely um, multiplied that and made it a lot easier for me um, with meeting people and um, being so new to the industry. Um, it was great to have connections and contacts straight off the bat. Um, so, no, I'm su super thankful uh, for my parents and the association for leading me onto a um, more direct trajectory than I probably had when I was in grade 12, not knowing what I was even going to do. So um, it certainly set me up um, to, you know, have a, 
a great career in the industry for a long time. And what about the events at the actual uh, Higher 20 to a Higher 21? Did you go to many of those guest speakers and stuff like that? And, and yeah, so, that? you know, um, even at Higher 21, I mean, at, in Adelaide as well, all the guest speakers are great. There's such a diverse um, group of them. It's not even necessarily about Higher. Um, with one of the dinners was uh, the doctor that saved the Thai students in the cave and his experience with that and it really opens your eyes and gets probably your head out of the high-end rental game and uh, makes you relax and think about um, totally different perspectives and you go back to work um, very refreshed I'd say after a couple of days um, even though you are kind of at work so but no the guest presenters are great um, the, sh- the floors great as well with all the new products and um, meeting everyone like you said getting stopped by a thousand people that know you when they see you walk through the crowd so um no, I can't can't fault the the shows, and um, they're a great couple of days. Oh, that's very good. So, so what advice would you give to the industry as a whole to try and bring more young people in? Well, I, yeah, I, even someone that was in a family business, I'd always considered working in our business, but never actually the industry, if that makes sense. So, I think it really does start with education. Um, like we said, you, if you go to a student um, careers day, you never see a hire company there. It's always um, more of a the trades and things like that. So I think it really does start with education and um, getting getting it out there for sure. And you know the programs are, are a great step for sure in that direction to get people involved, um, younger people meet more young people, and the addition of mentors really passing down advice to the up-and-coming people or future leaders in the industry mm. it's almost like they need to have like uh, events at hire companies or rental businesses it's almost like hey come down and check out our excavators or generators and we'll explain to you how they work and you can hop in them and stuff like that it's um it's something that the industry as a whole probably needs to work on and, and the, the the trade uh, associations can't solve it by themselves and it needs to come from the actual businesses within the industry as well. So it's, it is definitely something that I think needs to be addressed uh, for us to continue to get more young people in. Yeah, I think there's um, a, there's a lot of initiatives at the moment. Um, there was, we went to a Queensland meeting recently, which was at um, the TAFE here in Acacia Ridge. And it was uh, actually for the EWP sector and setting up more training around that specifically for EWPs and um, not even that specifically and with the HATS program, uh, Women in Hire um, and the Young Professional Network, it's, um, it's definitely a step in the right direction and it takes time to get the word out there um, and I think they're doing a great job with what they're doing. Mm. And I heard a rumour that you might be going to America. Yeah, no, it's um, it's definitely exciting for sure. It's um, probably the next step for me. Um, after the gala dinner, uh, we kind of spoke about it and it was actually initiated by Aileen Hiskins at Strategic Climate Training with the idea. And in previous years, it hasn't really been an option with COVID. And no, I'm super excited and super thankful for the opportunity from the HRA and um, the ARA as well. And I think the the ARA shows are really um, like bucket list items for anyone to go to in our industry and everyone that you speak to um, speaks so highly of them. And then to be placed in a rental company in America, um, really grow my knowledge, um, see a different perspective as well on how they go about the rental game and also, I guess, experience a business different from my family business uh, will be exciting and to grow 
a lot of relationships and contacts over there that I can hopefully hopefully keep for many years to come. Mm, yeah, so just to fill the audience in on that one, so there is an opportunity to do an exchange program uh, between Australia and the US and then the US and Australia. So um, yeah, Michael hopefully will be in that exchange program this year, next year potentially? Yeah, February, yeah. February, so yeah, and amount of experience that you'll gain out of that um, and February will line up with the ARA show. Yes, correct. Well. Yeah, yeah. So there's I've spoken to a few people that have done a similar program and they've you know um, spoken so highly of it and really got so much out of it. And America is really a place that I've always wanted to go to in general as well. So no, I'm super excited for it and um, really thankful for the backing of my parents to let me go over and lose me for <laughs> however many weeks I'm over there. But um, no, I'm super excited for it and I think it's going to be really my next step and um, open my eyes a lot and hopefully maybe even see some products over there that we could potentially bring back to Australia. So, um, yeah, it's a great opportunity. Yeah, going to visit Sydney for the first time, going to America. <laughs> it's all happening. <laughs> it's all happening at once, yeah. What's going to happen when you turn 21? Oh, I don't know. I think I'm going to peak too early. <laughs> <laughs> but, no, it's um, I probably saw my age as a bit of a disadvantage, but I think now I really see it as an advantage. Um, being young, um, enthusiastic and keen, whilst I can be before I get old. Um, but, <laughs> but no, it's, um, I really want to progress myself and keep the organic growth that our business has had and how successful mum and dad have been. I want to kind of continue that um, and support their dream. Mm. And look, talking about that, so that's probably a, a really good point. So let's take someone like Gary Radford, for example, we're in his business at the moment. So it doesn't matter really how old you are, that the key is always showing an interest in wanting to do more, having that entrepreneurial mindset. You can still have the entrepreneurial mindset and work within a business. Um, I think that like the more you do, the more you grow and the more, like, it's almost like you're opening up different ladders. Like you realize, oh, I think I know everything. And then you open up a new door and there's a new ladder. Yeah. Like, I actually know nothing. Yeah. And so... Like you're opened up a bunch of ladders at the moment down the bottom of these doors and then in five years time, you're going to know even more and you're going to think, oh my God, how ignorant was I when I was 19? Yes. So yeah, I think you only, like a lot of people don't figure that out until they're in their late 20s, I would say. And then in their 30s is when they really boost their career. So I think you're in a very unique situation at the moment. And the, the key, it's almost like a, a young uh, famous movie star, you know, like they peak too early and they sort of go up and down. So it's just about figuring out like not making sure you also live your 20s at the same time, you know, like travel, do all the stuff that you want to do in your 20s and yeah, not be for sure. held, held down just with a career at the same time. Yeah, I think that's going to be great for America as well um, to, I guess, experience experience that, do a bit of travel um, and broaden my horizons in that way. But I think that's really, um, like you said, um, always growing is really the what rental is. Um, no day is the same. And I'm sure people that have been, you know, involved in the industry for decades on decades, each day they probably see a new issue and it's ever growing and changing and um, it makes it exciting. But yeah, I think no matter how long you're in this industry, it's always going to be different. And I know there's problems that um, 
dad faces on a daily basis and he's been running a business for over 20 years and it's constantly changing so um, but no I think starting young um, is daunting and maybe a lack of experience and um, probably feeling a bit silly sometimes but um, there's no dumb questions I think that's the biggest thing for new people in the industry is really just get involved show that you can because managers and customers will see that and really um, I think everyone really likes that entrepreneurial mindset and they kind of gravitate to it as well so i think being young is one of the biggest advantages you can have Mm, definitely yeah all right well um one of the things that i wanted to talk about is if you weren't involved with the 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 hra and their programs that they put out a strategic alignment training how hard do you think it would be for you to network within the industry like if you didn't have all that opportunity yeah what do you think yeah i think naturally the Um, industry like I've said is very um, open and honest um, with stories and like with people said now um, program sharing experience and not facts and figures is one of the biggest things in the industry really helping everyone out but not really getting really into the nitty-gritty but no I think the especially for me being in a small business I never would have had any of these opportunities um, just without the um, programs involved um, really especially when I was in in Melbourne for one of our sessions I called up with Jeff Bernard who is a previous president of the association and runs Coolbreeze Rentals who's one of our competitors and you know I went around with him at the Melbourne Grand Prix when they were setting that up and all their works down there and you know I think that's pretty well unheard of to um, look at a direct competitor's job or works um, whilst you're in a in a different state and you know um, I'm super thankful for Jeff for that but yeah yeah I definitely wouldn't have um, been as confident just in general in personally I've definitely built a lot of confidence with it as well as building my knowledge on the industry and um, really growing my network as well mm. yeah and no, I just a pretty pretty friendly guy and one of the f1s would have been exciting yeah no it was it was really cool um, it was definitely in a bare bones stage at that at that moment and I kind of probably left at the wrong time and missed the race but um, <laughs> but no it was it was super interesting to yeah see Melbourne see the F1 and also see how they go about their business because even though we are direct competitors they are um, in a very different um, different category to us doing more events when we're much more heavy industrial and mining sector and things like that so it was um, cool to see their um, processes and how they go about their business mm. and talking about racing so i heard you're into racing outside of work yeah no i guess that keeps us busy uh, i've done it for since i was 10 and um, now racing v8 super stands which um which is great and i think um he won't say it but i think dad likes it more than me secretly watching on the fence so um but no it's um it's great to get away from work and um do something like that for sure yeah, and I saw you got the, the branding of the business on the car as well. Yeah, shameless plugs on the car. We also just did a new website for the business as well, so everyone can go check that out. So <laughs> we'll put a link in there. Yeah, no, that's it. So but no, it's um it's a great great thing for the family, um, to get away from work and um do something we all like and travel a bit of the country as well and have a lot of fun. So, um yeah, it's definitely that's definitely my hobby for sure. Nice. So you, I usually ask this question around advice you would give to younger self. Now, you're still very young, so maybe we'll go back to 16-year-old <laughs> uh, Michael. So if you were to give some younger advice, maybe mid-high school, what, what would you say to yourself? Yeah, well, I think I probably, 
not that I wouldn't give myself any advice, but I think um, I think failure is probably a good thing in some ways. I think everyone needs to go through it, and I, you kind of get to where you are today with those failures and how you um, progress with them. So I'd probably say, you know, just stay keen, um, be excited about what you're doing, and really um, get involved in no matter what that was. Um, probably um you know everyone says what's uh, some advice for family business one don't work for your family um <laughs> it's, uh, it's headache sometimes but um but no it's um it's all good no, I, i'd say yeah i don't i don't know if i'd have a specific piece of advice necessarily because i think um all the failures are all um all a good thing in the grand scheme of things mm. so so let's touch on that a little bit so working in a family business can be hard sometimes um so, so how how does how does your business your family business make it work? No, I I that was just a, a little bit of a dig at dad, whilst <laughs> I could, but um, no, it's um, it is hard sometimes, you know, working and living with your parents. It just is what it is. Everyone's gonna butt heads eventually, but um, no, I it's um, it's it's something we're all passionate about and always have been passionate about. Um, so it's dad I think sees the business as a bit as his baby in some ways um and you know it's really good working towards a common goal and what we do every day really impacts us and every decision is like that so I feel there's a lot of responsibility with that being quite young making those decisions that isn't just going to impact a business but impact your family as well but no I I really, I really do enjoy it. That's for sure. It's good being quite a small business, um, seeing every single part of the business, not being in a specific section, and really, yeah, getting involved in um, a lot of different um, situations. Do you, uh, do you get an opportunity to turn off the business at home? No, Dad doesn't turn off. It's um, <laughs> business twenty four seven. But Mum's definitely the mediator. I'd say in our business between us. Um, but no, it's. Um, it's just been a huge part of my life and what I've always known. So, yeah, that's nice. And so, how do you? You're still very young, but we'll ask the question. So, how do you define success at the moment? Yeah, well, that's a good question. Um, I'd say I'd probably answer that in in two ways. One with our business, um, even though we are quite small, we've been, you know, ever growing organically and naturally progressing with our new depot we just moved into, um, and the likes of that. But I think, you know, we are really customer driven and customer focused and all of our product is um, based and um, customized to the um, to the section that we provide to end our customers. So I think success for our business really is um, customer satisfaction at the end of project and how we can tie into that and make their job easier and um, our product constantly changing and evolving to their needs. So I'd say um, definitely the... It is is really customer satisfaction for us um, is success for our business. I'd say personally, um, I probably don't have a definition for success yet. I think I just haven't experienced enough or been around long enough to probably have a um, definition or how to define my personal success. But I'd say if I was going to um, put a definition on, I think success is just growth for sure. Uh, for me, I want to be. Uh, better every year improve myself and continue what my parents have started and um, I really think yeah success is just growth yeah very nice all right Michael well thank you for coming on the rental journal podcast no thanks for having me Mark 